Hey y'all, my name is Briley Casanova and I'm a mental performance coach. I help athletes reach their full potential while working through mental challenges within their sport. For example, I help athletes learn how to perform better under pressure, whether that's learning how to see competition differently with mindset shifts or learning relaxation or energy management techniques. I also help with goal setting, leadership, maintaining focus, and overcoming fear. My goal is to help others find their inner confidence and self-trust, which hopefully leads to further success and joy in their sport. Let's get started with today's episode. Okay, y'all, so before we really jump in, I just want to say 10 or 10 episodes in. This is pep talk number 10. I guess technically it's episode number 11 because I had an intro episode that I didn't call pep talk number one. But anyway, I'm just super proud and excited that, um, I mean, for myself that I've even done 10 episodes in a row or I guess technically 11. So I think that's really cool. And I just appreciate you guys, you know, sticking with me if you've listened to every episode. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And it really means a lot to me because making this podcast was a huge like leap of faith for me. I'm still trying to get more comfortable with, you know, sharing my thoughts and opinions on things. And today is is no exception because I don't particularly like talking about mistakes or failure. Um, I'm still working on that myself. You know, I'm working on learning how to forgive myself for things I've done that I'm not proud of and and, and, you know, same with other people. I know other people make mistakes too, and and I'm trying to be better about, you know, forgiveness for others as well, because um, I think sometimes it's hard to come by, you know, depending on what goes wrong. And anyway, I just wanted to say that before I kind of started to jump in. But anyway, let's talk about making mistakes and forgiveness, both forgiving others and forgiving ourselves. I think we athletes, um, you know, that's kind of my main audience. But even if you're not an athlete, I'm sure you can think of many times where either you've made a mistake or a friend or a colleague has made a mistake and you have a really hard time forgiving them. Or maybe you've made a mistake and, you know, you can't move past it. You can't forgive yourself. But um, so let's start with thinking of your sport, job or activity that you do often. Do you ever think so much about your mistakes that you've made and all the ways where you could have avoided that mistake? In other words, do your mistakes haunt you? You know, let me tell you, I'm going to admit that this happens to me pretty frequently. I mean, I think all the time about the mistakes I've made in the gym, um, in my relationships, in my friendships, in school, and you know, so on. I, I, I really try to be self-reflective and look back on the mistakes I've made and, and try and learn from them and take a lesson from them, but also um, forgiving myself and forgiving the other people that were involved. So not only I can move forward, but I hope they can move forward and um, we can all, you know, keep, keep going on with our lives, you know? Um, so today's pep talk was inspired by me thinking about my past mistakes, the lessons I've learned from those mistakes, and still working towards that self-forgiveness. I was also inspired to talk about mistakes today, particularly because of the social media world we live in currently. Um, I'm going to be really honest, I'm scared talking about mistakes. Like I said earlier, you know, making mistakes in the first place is such a fear of mine. I don't like failure. I don't like confrontation. And that's one of the reasons why I have really learned to love this podcast so much. I love being able to openly and freely share my thoughts without as much fear of offending anyone or saying the wrong thing. But 
I still have that shadow of a feeling of, you know, the whole what if I say the wrong thing or what if people don't don't like or get offended by my opinions and perspective because I find that, you know, we all have our own experiences when making mistakes. But, you know, if it especially if it involves other people, there's other there's other sides to the story, you know. Um, So many times we find that there's it's usually just a miscommunication. Um, Both people can still be right, I think, and still hold true to their truths regarding whatever mistake was made or whatever situation happened. Um, But it's so easy to, you know, see that situation from one side and get caught up in it and, you know, it, it it may not necessarily match up with the other person's experience, I guess is my point. So that's kind of like one of my, my you know, the things I ask myself and the things I think about all the time um, when it comes to past mistakes I've made, you know, like how are the other people feeling about it? And, um, and I haven't always been good about finding out their side and, you know, that, that whole part of it. So um, that's kind of what inspired me talking about this with y'all today. Um, and so another thing, I don't like being wrong <laughs> and I don't enjoy making others angry or upset. And that's especially towards me. Um, my my goal is to make others feel included, feel heard and feel understood, especially because another fear of mine is being misunderstood. So one thing I've learned from making mistakes is that I, I can't please everyone, but I still hold a little bit of sadness and even guilt in my heart for sharing past truths and, and them not necessarily being received well. So I hope that this context and me sharing this makes a little bit of sense as to why, you know, I have I had to kind of put that disclaimer out there or, or maybe not. Maybe none of this makes sense to you or maybe you can't relate. But, um, you know, I know this is kind of a tangent, but let's let's just talk about mistakes a little bit more in depth. So um, starting with the social media thing that I mentioned earlier. Considering our age of social media and possibly even oversharing, I find it so interesting how we really can't make mistakes online in the same way that we maybe used to be able to do that even, I think, 10 years ago. I mean, the internet, um, I think the internet environment has changed from, you know, I grew up being on MySpace and and AIM, which is AOL Instant Messenger. I don't even know if some of y'all listening to me can even relate to that or remember what that is, but that's kind of my, those were my first introductory like social media platforms and communication platforms on the internet. Um, And, you know, of course, what we have all learned and maybe didn't realize when those first you know, sources of social media and communication is that the internet is is in ink and it's not in pencil, Um, you know, and apologies once they're made publicly aren't necessarily accepted and some mistakes seem to last forever. Some people can't shake the mistakes they made, you know, years and years ago on the internet. And I guess this that's maybe more relevant for like celebrities. Maybe that's kind of why um, this whole discussion was inspired is because I do tend to follow a lot of like high profile people on Instagram, Twitter, you know, Facebook, those kinds of things. Um, and I find that a lot of the mistakes we see people make online, especially such high profile ones, are kind of etched in stone, uh, at least for some, and maybe not as much for others, depending on, you know, who it is, what the mistake was, and how frequent um, that's taken place. Like, what are those person's habits, and do we trust them publicly? You know, all those kinds of things. But my question with that is, like, where does that equalize us? Um, you know, where's the... Why, why are things treated differently 
um, for different people. You know, I just, I wonder about that. And I don't have any answers to the questions I raised, you know, as I've been talking here, but I do want to talk about um, an example of a mistake that I learned from recently in hopes of maybe getting us to think a little bit harder about how we can forgive ourselves and grow to become better versions of ourselves by making mistakes and hopefully um, pursuing excellence through our mistakes. So the example I'm about to give has been changed to fit this pep talk. Um, so circumstances and identifying details have been altered to protect privacy. So don't try and figure out who I'm talking about because you, you won't. I've taken, you know, I've tried to take like several different examples and put them together into one to make it relevant and, you know, maybe something we can talk about. So um, um, I, I, I think uh, this is just meant to, you know, be a discussion point. It's not meant to like... Like, I don't, I'm not trying to, like, shame anyone or bring up past, you know, private matters. That's not the goal here. Um, I just want to have a discussion about making mistakes and maybe finding ways how we can, you know, learn from them. Um, I don't know, see them differently and maybe just be a little bit more open-minded to making mistakes because I feel like, especially the athletes listening, I'm sure we're all perfectionists, right? Um, we, we try to avoid mistakes. We, we want to be perfect. We want to be excellent. Um you know, making mistakes is not pleasant. It's not fun. It's not like, it's not the goal, of course, right? But um, they're important and they're important to every single person's journey. Um, Again, whether you're an athlete or not, I think you can kind of make that as relevant to you as you want. So anyway, just for instance, let's say I had this friend years ago in college Um, and let's say we were the type of friends who weren't attached at the hip, like we weren't best friends, but we did feel comfortable enough to hang out one-on-one and would, you know, occasionally do favors for each other, like study together, help each other with homework, you know, those kinds of things. Like we were, you know, personally in touch frequently when it came to school and like the important things in life like that at the time. Um, You know, again, they maybe weren't my best or closest friend in the world, but we were friendly and emotionally supportive of each other, right? So, you know, you know, we all have those kinds of friends, hopefully. Um, Anyway, so I was happy to help this person out, you know, with whatever they needed help with since they were my friend and I eventually, unfortunately, found I was pretty much the only person who was willing to do that for this person, you know. So this person would, of course, keep asking me for help since I wanted to be nice and offer that help whenever I could. Um, However, over time, I found that this person tended to be way more, like, reliant on me then I was on them. And, and I'll, you know, get into more details uh, as we keep talking here. So while I, of course, voluntarily did offer to help this person with various tasks as needed, some things started to get out of control, such as, you know, helping organize and clean their entire closet in their house. Um, I, I helped them move them to their, from their old house to their new house, like just, just me and them. Um, you know, no outside assistance on that. And I would, uh, dog sit for them when they traveled out of town, which since this person lived very far away from where we were, um, it was pretty, pretty much monthly for days on end. So it was very frequent, almost like clockwork. Um, this person would, you know, travel out of town to one place or another, whether it was back home or, you know, away. Um, and then I would also give them frequent rides to wherever they needed to go, you know, pretty much drop of a hat no questions asked, you know, that I feel like that's kind of a personality trait on my part. Like, usually I'm not gonna 
ask questions as to like why you need to go somewhere, right? Because I feel like we had established that level of trust where I just trusted that they really needed me. Like if you ask me for help, you know, you really need me. And and I think I feel that way because I that's how I try to treat other people. Like I'm very independent. I don't usually ask for help unless I really, really need it. And, and you know, and that's, again, I, that's kind of where I think all this starts to, to stem from, like just a difference in personality, of course, um, and just a difference in, you know, perspective and opinion on that. But anyway, um, eventually this person would ask me for rides to go to the grocery store, go shopping, pick them up from classes, take them to and from the airport and run various errands with them. You know, mind you, this person also had a working car and was financially able to repair their car when needed. Um, And at this point, we were, I do want to say, like, we were full-grown adults at this point, too. We weren't teenagers. This was, like, college years, but, like, later later in in the college years. Um, So... And I guess another aspect of this is I didn't live close to this person. So whenever they needed me for help, it would, you know, really mean taking me out of my way to go help them and make sure, you know, they were taken care of and got where they needed to go. So um, really, all of these details being said, uh, the final culmination of where this example ends is a few months ago, after about two years of not talking to this person at all, Um, this person had randomly started, you know, messaging me and had asked me to give them a ride somewhere because I, because I had done it for them in the past, you know, and, you know, of course, if I was in their situation, knowing that I had a friend or knowing that I could trust someone to help me with something like that, who had done it for me before, you know, why wouldn't they, you know, of course, reach out and ask for help? Of course, you know, that's not completely unwarranted, um, And again, but also remember that this person lived far away from me and it would have been very much out of my way to do this favor for them. Plus, it would have taken me a large chunk of my day to drive them where they needed me to take them and for me to get back to where I needed to be. And I, of course, having learned over time this person's tendencies, their personality, their reliance on others to care for them, even as a healthy grown adult, despite having personal and financial resources to you know, safely drive and take themselves places, I said I didn't feel comfortable taking them where they wanted to go. And I know you're also thinking I probably could have said no at any time throughout, you know, the pers- the tasks I had been asked to help them with, and you'd be right. And this is the- this is where I made the mistake of letting my kindness turn into maybe weakness or a little bit of meekness. You know, I, I let myself get taken advantage of, which I take responsibility for. So all of this being said, I... I am not placing any blame on this person. I place the blame on me. And I think that's why I feel so disappointed in myself and why I, I, I take making mistakes so personally and so heavily because really at the end of the day, I was the one that let myself down when I had complete control over, you know, how I responded to, you know, maybe the more daunting requests for tasks to help this person with. You know, there were several times when I, you know, I did go very much out of my way and I also did not receive maybe as much um, help in return, like if maybe I needed that person. And, but also then again, like just by my nature, I don't tend to ask for things frequently or for large tasks. Like I just really avoid doing that at all costs, you know, and I know not everyone feels that way. And that's again, just a difference in personality. There's, there's nothing wrong with, you know, this person at all. Um, it was just, I should have been my own 
best advocate and stood up for myself much earlier on. So at least that person understood like they could still come to me when they needed something, but just not every single time. And and I really let my time and my energy get taken advantage of. So I do want to, you know, emphasize that as well. And, you know, of course, this person on the other side, you know, they could have asked for a Lyft, an Uber, a taxi at any time, which I also should have, you know, I could have recommended that to them as well during times where I shouldn't have gone out of my way for them. Um, But again, being a very independent person, I also took the responsibility of not asking this person for help very often, which is a personal choice. But I should have realized that our friendship was not an equal partnership. Like I was you know, kind of looking for in a friend. And so again, that's like my, I guess that's an, that's an example of, you know, how, how making mistakes have taken place in my life. And there's several other instances that I could go over, but I just don't feel comfortable talking about. Um, forgot to bring up was whenever it comes to, you know, doing favors or performing tasks for someone or maybe you've done something for someone for a long time and and you just don't feel comfortable anymore you don't want to do it I do want to emphasize that you are feel you're free to change your mind at any time and just because you've done something like a favor for someone once does not mean you are obligated to again and I think that's one of the things that I got stuck with and I and I didn't feel like I could you know break that habit or that pattern with this person because I would have felt tremendously guilty and, you know, horrible for, for, you know, just saying no one day. But I, another thing that I've learned from this is, you know, just because this person asked me, you know, two years later after we hadn't talked, um, I felt comfortable enough to finally say, Hey, no, I don't feel comfortable doing that. But what, what else can I do to maybe help you find someone who can, you know, I think it's a matter of finding a resolution and finding, you know, if someone needs help, of course, do your best to help them, but don't, you don't have to put yourself completely out there. Um, if it, if it's, you know, really taking away from, you know, what you need to be doing too. So that's another thing that I wanted to throw in there, um, that I, looking back, I forgot to talk about, um, so don't, don't feel obligated to keep making mistakes or keep, you know, just, you can change your mind at any time. And I don't think that's a mistake. And, um, yeah, I did want to share that detail with you as well. And with that being said, the other thing I found, so once I told this person I wasn't, you know, comfortable doing it this time around, they were initially upset and they were, you know, a little maybe caught off guard, but we did have a really good conversation after that. And we eventually came to a resolution of, I think the person, you know, respected me, you know, a little more and, you know, didn't end up wanting to, you know, take advantage of me basically, you know, just so I could do things for them that, you know, they were capable of doing, you know. So I also wanted to include that before I, before I, um, forgot and I wanted you guys to understand that there was a good resolution that came out of our discussion and we're on good terms no bad blood um and same thing with you know all of the other things I guess I was you know referring to as well and another thing like looking back on what I really think the mistake was I don't think I highlighted this enough um as, as I've been talking today but what I really think the mistake for me was specifically was I didn't stand up for myself and I didn't advocate for myself in the sense of I let this person take advantage of me. I gave, I allowed them to expect, you know, more things from me and that I was always, you know, willing and able to drop what I was doing to help them, which 
And I don't think that's always a bad thing. That is what friends are meant for. And I was a friend to that person. But I do think it just got to a point where I would begrudgingly, you know, do tasks for them just to simply avoid the confrontation of me saying no. And it took me, you know, those years of not talking, you know, after after like school had ended and stuff to come to that conclusion. And so I just wish I had, you know figure that out earlier. And I think that was the mistake. And it was really me letting myself down. So that's what I wanted to also emphasize with this particular instance. But I don't know, I guess I'm curious, like, I'd love to hear y'all's feedback on maybe what you would have done in a similar situation like that. I hope I explained everything clearly. Um, I, I'm sure I left out like some details that might have maybe helped help you helped you come up with a better conclusion or a better vision of I guess what I was experiencing but I I really am trying to not like overshare and like I want to protect other people's privacy and I don't want people listening that are maybe my friends to think I'm talking about them again this stuff has been changed so I don't if if you think I'm talking about you, I'm not. I can guarantee you that because I've taken, you know, instances from, you know, several different uh, examples in my life and tried to put them together into a cohesive lesson and example here. So I hope I've made that clear. I hope I don't offend anyone. Um, that's really obviously not my goal, but that's, you know, it's hard talking about mistakes and failure and, you know, self-forgiveness um, when it comes to making mistakes because there's sometimes a sense of shame, I think, that comes with, um, you know, making mistakes, whether it was on our own part, whether it was to ourselves, or if it was to someone else. Um, if it, you know, hurting people, it's it's never fun. And it's never, um, it's never pleasant. And that's, of course, never my goal with with anything I do. My goal, excuse me, is to help help people. And I want to make people feel good, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't have many notes on this because I just kind of wanted to speak from the heart. I did, of course, have some notes before this, but I guess where my thought process is going is, you know, how can we how can we get over making mistakes and learning from them and moving forward and forgiving ourselves? Because really, from from what I've heard and learned over the years of listening to other podcasts, listening to, you know, really insightful people um, what I've learned about forgiveness is forgiveness isn't for, like, let's say if two people were involved in your mistake and it wasn't just you, um, forgiveness and like forgiving someone else for like, let's say someone else hurt you, um, forgiveness, forgiveness isn't so you can make the other person feel better. It's so you can make yourself feel better. You know, it's a very, it's almost, um, a selfish thing, but it's a very necessary thing. And, and it's a gift. It's a gift that you can give yourself to free yourself of, you know, whatever guilt, shame, sadness, anger, or resentment that you're still holding from that pain of, you know, whatever mistake happened or whatever someone else did to you. It really is. It's a gift to give yourself. And um, I don't know about you guys, but I find it I don't know. Like I, I treat myself in like very certain ways, but when it comes to like how I talk to myself, I don't always have the best like self-talk. And, and I have not been in the habit of being my own best friend throughout my life so far. And I'm tr- so I'm trying to learn that and I'm trying to be better at forgiving myself for mistakes I've made in my past and let that go. And, and even when it comes to how other people have treated me or hurt me, I'm still working on that too. 
Um, and so I guess maybe my point and my like conclusion with our discussion today is I don't have the answers. I don't know. I don't know what, um, I don't know what the right thing is with all of that, but I do know that it's important and I do know that it takes like a long time and like really deep self introspection to, to come to a conclusion to forgive yourself and forgive other people. I, I feel like it's very easy for me to sometimes hold grudges and, um, looking at my past, like, and especially in gymnastics, you know, I, there are still things that I'm still working through and still processing, um, through, through my gymnastics career because of mistakes I've made. And, you know, for, for events and situations that have also happened to me without my control. Um, but I, I think it's a good thing. And I think, you know, I, I am guilty of being an overthinker, but I do think sometimes that has actually served me really well. Um, so maybe if, if you haven't taken the time to think through your past mistakes or past things that um, other people in your life maybe have done or maybe they've made mistakes that have hurt you, just maybe take some time to, to think about it, not only from your perspective, but theirs as well. And I guess maybe that's another main message to take away from our talk today um, because, you know, sometimes we get so wrapped up in our perspective and our side of the story that we don't, you know, take a moment to actually genuinely think about where the other person's coming from. And I say that because I, I, I feel I'm guilty of that too. So hopefully you guys can keep me accountable of that. Um, hopefully we can work on ourselves together in that way. Um, and I guess I hope no matter how many mistakes you make, I hope that you use them to pursue excellence. Of course, at the end of the day, that's why this, this podcast is called pursuing excellence because there is no perfect athlete out there. There's no perfect CEO or business person or, um, you know, janitor or gardener or whatever you do. There's no perfect example of that. Every single you know, high profile person that maybe we follow on social media has made mistakes. And whether they're on a huge scale or on a small scale, there's no perfect person out there. And I most certainly do not preach to be one. Um, I am, you know, I'm hugely flawed, just like, you know, I think most of us, we all have flaws, right? But I hope we can use our flaws and our mistakes and whether they're past or or fresh, maybe you just made a huge mistake in your life and, you know, you don't even know how to get through it yet. Or, you know, I know I'm going to make mistakes in the future, too, and I, maybe I'll make them on the podcast or maybe I'll make them in a YouTube video. Maybe I'll say the wrong thing. Maybe I'll hurt someone. Um, you know, I just hope... With all of that being said, I hope we can all learn together, grow together, and not hold so many harsh uh, judgments or restrictions on people for what they can and can't do, because I do think mistakes um, should be forgiven at the end of the day. I do think, you know, of course, I believe in crime and punishment, I guess, in, in, in all aspects, you know, no matter how big or small, I do believe in personal responsibility for our actions and for other people as well, holding them accountable but also with that being said, once someone has 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 apologized or, you know, done their time for whatever crime they committed or, you know, whatever, you know, fill in the blank, whenever a mistake's made, I do believe that there has to be some resolution, some forgiveness, you know, something positive to come from it. Because imagine if we didn't have that. Imagine the world we would live in if we just held everyone so, you know, push them down into a box and let them stay there forever. You know, I, I do think most, most 
mistakes can be forgiven and should be forgiven. You know, um, I would just hope that, you know, just think like if you ever made a mistake and you see someone else make the, the same mistake, I hope that you realize like, or remember, I guess, what it feels like to maybe be held really accountable for your mistakes, almost to maybe an unfair point. I just hope that we don't do that to people. Um, I hope we can just be more forgiving, more kind, and actually let people learn and grow from their mistakes, too. I think that's another thing that we don't see a lot of. I think we tend to hold, I mean, I guess I keep thinking like of the celebrity example, or maybe the high-level athlete example in the public eye. Um, I don't think we we allow for mistakes like maybe we used to prior to the internet, you know. I think people's reputations are so much like on a pedestal where if we we see someone make a mistake and we just we just automatically take that away from them without giving them a chance to redeem themselves, you know what I mean? So I hope all that made sense. I hope <laughs> I know I feel like I'm just talking in circles now kind of, but I did I I feel like this discussion's really really important just for everyone as a human being. Um, who's alive and and breathing right now, you know, but um, in the context of athletics, I think uh, we can also, of course, shine a light on that as well. You know, we athletes make mistakes, high level business people make mistakes, we all do on a personal and a physical level. And just there's, there's, there's room for so many mistakes. But I think that also means there's room for tremendous growth and development as a as a person. So Anyway, I'll go ahead and close out our discussion today by saying thank you again so much for listening. Please check out my social media platforms. You can find me on patreon.com slash Casanova for exclusive updates and the chance to give me direct feedback for future episodes. You can also directly support me there by checking out my tier system. Um, you can also check out my PayPal and Venmo. Um, my PayPal is paypal.me slash Casanova, and my Venmo if you would like to donate to my business directly. That is also Briley Casanova. Um, Again, I don't want to put any pressure on you guys to donate, um, but if you would like to, you are most certainly welcome to. I would really very much appreciate it. You can also find me on Instagram at Mental Coach Briley. You can find me on Twitter at Mental Coach Bry. And I also have a pretty new Facebook group that I started. And it's at fb.me slash mentalcoachbriley. And if you want to have a free consultation with me, please send me an email. Reach out and ask me for one. I do those all the time. And my email is briley at completeperformancecoaching.com. Um, Again, feel free to reach out with questions and feedback you have. Your input is so valuable and important to me. So please help contribute to my growth and knowledge. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see y'all in my next episode. Bye.